Right. You like to count us down? In, in five, four, three, two. Let's go, Steven. Classic now. <laughs> Listen. Let's go, Steven. I don't know the last word for this song. Let's stop looking at them. <laughs> I just think of Big John and Little John. Yeah. <laughs> It kind of reminds me of that song from Ready or Not. Yeah. Hey, what about a song you might know the lyrics to? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Let's go, Steven. I, I literally just found that song <laughs> like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Let's go, Steven. Get, get ready to it every day now. You should. Walk around the house smiling while Jersey's <laughs> barking. When's the chorus coming? I know, I was waiting for it. <laughs> I thought it was coming. <laughs> Alright. Oh, there it is. Alright. Well, uh, <laughs> going on too long, people are going to turn it off. <laughs> they think we're just listening to music. <laughs> Welcome to episode 90 of Santa Mira After Dark. I'm Jeremy. I'm Stephen. And, uh... What are we discussing today on this fine program? We are putting in our final rankings for the Halloween movies. Yes, uh, we are going through the list. Uh, 1 through 13 in release order. Um, so, I mean, if, if you've listened to our ranking episodes before, we've done a few of them. Um, we go through the order of release, so we'll start 1978, go through all the different timelines, all the way through... Uh, Halloween ends, and we will uh, assign an order or assign a number to each movie that will be the uh, number of it on our ranking. And uh, I don't know why I always think we're just going from worst to first. I mean, I feel like this way it it gives us a better chance to kind of talk about the movies instead of just kind of, yeah. A movie that I have at 10, you might have at 7, and then we're going to be talking about it at two different times. Yeah. 
I just think it's easier to just talk about it at once and then just be done with it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I guess we should probably point out that this list um, pretty much just based on enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially when it comes to these movies. If, I guess if we were looking at, like, a technical aspect, like, I guess the new trilogy might be you know, up toward the top or whatever. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, when you look at 1978, it's not the best made movie, technically. Because uh, there's a scene where, like, John Carpenter's cigarette smoke just flies across the camera. And, <laughs> and yeah. Like, despite things like that, it's still, you know, one of my favorite movies of all time. So, um, we're pretty much going off enjoyment. Um, you know, I guess we could throw in, like, a little bit of technical things like, you know, shots and score and, you know, writing and whatnot, but it pretty much just enjoyment factor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I guess we got, we got 13 movies to talk about, so I guess we should probably uh, kind of start delving through it. Um, yeah, so what better way to start? Not to safe, bitches got a lot to say. <laughs> What better way to start than number one? So, first we have Halloween 1978, directed by John Carpenter, uh, written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, starring uh, Donald Pleasance, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in her first um, major role or breakout role, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, we got uh, uh, Nancy Keys slash Nancy Loomis, depending on era. Because I guess she was married and got a divorce, so I guess she goes by Nancy Keys now. Oh, okay. Annie Bra- as Annie Brackett, we got Charles Cyphers. He'll make a appearance <laughs> later on down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah the the original Halloween. Uh, where do you have that on your list? Number one, of course. Yeah, yeah, I have it at number one as well. Um, it's just such a you know a sim- simple movie. That, mm-hmm. you know, sparked this entire franchise is going on 44 years later, and I'm I'm sure you know, at some point we will getting into... We, we'll, I'm sure they'll make another Halloween movie within the next three years. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's inevitable. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're not going to stop. <laughs> no. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, it, it's, it's such a s- simple plot. Um, you know, this six-year-old kid kills a sister on Halloween, seemingly no reason. And, uh, you know, I guess that, uh, that reason will <laughs> mean something dep- depending on, <laughs> depending on which, uh, timeline you choose to go down. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah and it, depending on which one. You know, 15 years later, he breaks out and, you know, socks. Jamie Lee Curtis and her friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you no, know, I I feel like this movie just happened to even even the new movies. They just seem to miss simplistic, you know, style of this movie, um, where you know, you're just minding your business, and there's just insane guy watching you, and you you don't even know it. Um. 
know, even even the the new trilogy that was supposed to go back to these like simplistic roles. Um, you know, we, we covered it on the episode we did for Halloween twenty eighteen, but it mm-hmm. for some for some reason they chose to not go back to as basic as this movie was. Um yeah, it's it's yeah, I kinda Yeah, I did kind of miss the mark and all the sequels kind of do the same thing. Like they have elements of it, but yeah, and and you know, even things as simple as you know, you just you're just walking down the street and there's just a guy watching you from the bush. Um like you don't know if he's um you know, supernatural. He does seem to have supernatural abilities or you know, just maybe he's that robotic and that good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it it's such like a you know, a realistic story that I mean, it, the bad thing about a movie like Halloween is that, like, there's really nothing we could say about it that hasn't already been said. Yeah. Um, like, everything that I'm gonna... Everything that we could praise about Halloween has already been said a billion times. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, even you know, Donald Pleasant's like... Even when Michael Myers isn't present on the screen, Donald Pleasance is doing like the heavy lifting of like telling us how evil and how dangerous this man is, and yeah, it adds a, a another layer on top of you know what we think of this guy. Um, and yeah, they have a little bit of comedic relief throughout the movie too. Yeah, like the. Um, I, I don't know if we mentioned it on the 2018 episode. I feel like I mentioned it at some point recently. But, yeah, like, Deborah Hill, she is, I, I guess she's responsible for writing the um, female characters, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Annie, Linda, and Lori. And just, it, it goes a long way just to have such, you know, like, realistic conversations and realistic scenarios that these people yeah. And even like some of the writing, it just makes you feel like you're part of the town because they mention things that, um, you know, like they mentioned casual people in the town as if we would know who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's just great. Um, and one of the one of the best endings to a movie of all time. Um, you know, he. Oh yeah, Mike, Michael Myers shot off the balcony. Um, you know, he's, he's just gone. It's, it, it's great. Um, you know, it, it doesn't delve too far into like supernatural elements or anything, but mm-hmm. it, it, it does it just enough for you to like question like what the heck this guy is doing, you know, like, yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, unfortunately we'll get through it. As we go through these movies, I should say, um, it, it it is more explained, and it, <laughs> to you know, unfortunately, it, it some some of it gets explained, and I just feel like when you not get, properly or not or not yeah, done well, <laughs> yeah, and it's like when you get that far into the story and you have to start explaining your villain, it kind of like you know ruins it. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, for for the most part, I think the the best villain is the one that like you you don't know what like you you don't know what their motive is. Yeah. So you know, Michael Myers is just this guy who you know happened to escape the sanitarium and you, know, you you don't know why he's stalking Lori. He just found something about her that he was interested in and you know was like I, I guess this is my target and you know I want to kill her for some reason um, which you know it's, a, it's another thing that the they kind of missed on in the in the new trilogy where he yeah. seemingly doesn't stalk one person like if you watch the original movie he is 100% stalking Laurie and that is his main target for the most part so I no, I don't quite understand. You know, going in the direction that he's he's motiveless and he isn't really stalking people, even though he clearly is stalking somebody. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll get there when we get there. But maybe he couldn't. He couldn't find Lori. I mean, he wasn't really looking for her, anyways. But I think that's just the issue with. Uh, bringing Jamie Lee Curtis back is that you know, it, it it kind of I guess especially when you don't make them related it kind of like throws off the whole mythology of him just being motiveless because it's like he obviously was like he obviously had a motive for going after her like you know they just don't really say yeah right so yeah we both have Halloween at uh, number one. The number one spot's taken already. <laughs> yes. Um, Alright, so we have Halloween 2, uh, directed by Rick Rosenthal. His name will come back later in this franchise, unfortunately. Um, mm. Do you know what other movie he directed? Mm-mm. Oh. Um, you know, well, well, we'll get there. Um, directed by Rick Rosenthal, uh, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Donald, Pre- Donald Pleasance. Um <laughs> Written by John Carpenter, who claimed to be drunk while writing this movie. I guess he did not want to do it. Yeah, uh, which is makes well, it, sense. <laughs> it shows because you know, there, there's just something so terrifying about this guy getting shot off the balcony and then he's just gone. And you know, it's no, we kind of um, ruin it a little bit with the beginning of this movie. Yeah, like, I mean, I even think that just the Halloween movie on its own, that could be its own timeline. And there's just, you know, there's just something so terrifying about this guy who just kind of showed up and then he just vanished for seemingly no reason. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Halloween 2, 1981, where do you have this ranked? I have it at number 11. Ooh. You have this the third worst Halloween movie. <laughs> yeah. I have it at number nine. Um I don't think it's a terrible movie by any means. It's just slow, boring. And mm-hmm. you know, it 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 adds unnecessary uh mythology to the story that doesn't need to be here. Uh, I mean, yeah, 
like the big reveal is that Michael Myers and Laurie Strode are brother and sister. And yeah. you know, for for reasons unknown, uh Michael Myers is um you know, trying to kill his bloodline, I guess. Um which you know, I I, I could definitely do without this story. Um it's it's just so I I just feel like it adds nothing. Um, yeah, it's just kind of. It feels like a filler. Yeah, it, it feels like they just needed a twist to add on to here, and they were just like, "All right, well, we'll we'll do that. That'll shock the audience." Um, I feel like the Empire Strikes Back was probably a big inspiration to to this story. Um, I think they were released around the same time. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and. And like this even has some interference because the the thing was in 1980, Friday the 13th came out, which you know was a, pretty much a blatant copy of Halloween. Like that was their inspiration. They're like, oh well, we can do Halloween, but we can do it a lot worse, but we can make a lot <laughs> of money. So here you go. Then it was like that became the big thing, and it's like, oh well. Halloween needs like the blood and guts in it, like Friday the Thirteenth did. Yeah. So Rick Rosenthal turned in a bunch of, um, like, he turned in the movie. John Carpenter was like, "Well, this isn't going to compete with you know what other movies are doing now. We need to add blood into here." And you know, I have a feeling that a lot of the good things in this movie are the things that John Carpenter added later. Uh, I'm not, I'm not oh. necessarily sure what he added i'm assuming like the scene where um character of jimmy just randomly slips on some blood there's there's oh, blood yeah. <laughs> there's blood all over this room and he <laughs> just kind of slips on it and just like it's a concussion or something <laughs> yeah his um well i guess it depends on which version you watch but his death scene is so weird yeah um I guess in the TV cut, he lives. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... it Like, by just falling, I guess. <laughs> um, but this one, we don't really get... Um, well, Jamie Lee Curtis is sidelined, so... Lori's in the hospital, and... She's kind of sidelined most of the movie until the end. Yeah, it's it's such an and odd we get, choice. We get okay, these big plot lines with these doctors, and we're like, we don't care about these doctors because none of them are really interesting enough, and we know they're yeah. all about to die anyways because he's going after Lori. I think the tease was that like maybe it would be the final girls in this movie. Like one of them would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the one that gets in the hot tub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, even she dies like early on. Yeah. Um Yeah, and and that hot tub scene is uh you know, very uncomfortable. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Uh, one of the most iconic uh, topless scenes in horror history, I would say. But um <laughs> uh, but like the the part where is like turning up the temperature and she seemingly can't hear I guess her boyfriend maybe not boyfriend 
whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is. You seemingly can't hear him being like killed from ten feet away. Yeah. Um, and then he kind of just come like Michael kills him, and then he kind of just comes into the the room where the hot tub is, and just like boils her face. Um. No, it's 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 kind of weird that Michael's hand didn't get burnt too. Yeah. And um. The rest the rest of her didn't get burnt, which was an odd, um, odd thing because you would <laughs> think like you know her her neck and not would get burnt, but that doesn't happen. Um. <laughs> We also have uh, one of my favorite uh, favorite lines in the franchise, where Uh-oh. where um, Sheriff Brackett is uh, <laughs> he he's like hanging out with Doctor Loomis for the first twenty minutes of the movie, then just running like, around town. <laughs> they're riding around town, and then like this random cop just shows up who you know is also riding around with Doctor Loomis for another half hour. It's kind of like they took shifts, like yeah, like let's like, take turns riding around with him. There's there's <laughs> sheriff, there's sheriff Brackett that's riding around with him. Then there's this other guy, it's like bald guy, and then there's like this other guy who works for the governor, who's like <laughs> the governor's trying to get you out of the state. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, the, this this blonde cop just absolutely butchers this line and it's hilarious. He just comes up to Sheriff Brackett and he's like, they found, th- they found three bodies. One of them was Annie. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just grab each other and then Sheriff Brackett is just out of the movie. Um, yeah. I think he has a brief scene where he sees Annie's dead body, but it's just mm-hmm. delivery of this line is just probably my favorite part of the movie. Now, which um, version do you like better? Because there's two cuts to it. Yes, you sent uh, me them yesterday. Yes, either either <laughs> the one, <laughs> the one he's like choked up, and then the other one he just like screams at him. <laughs> well, well, let me play them. So this is the version that's in the the movie, like the mm-hmm. like the, the wide release. Three kids. What's Annie? And then there's the TV cut version, which is, uh, for some reason, they chose to use an alternate take for some reason, <laughs> which takes me by surprise that they did this take more than once, because it's like, it feels like it might have been like a late night or something, mm-hmm. and they just knew this guy was a bad actor, and it's like, all right, we'll just let him do this, and then we'll get the heck out of here and go to bed. <laughs> Here's the TV cut. So it's like what's with the music and the TV cut? Yeah, I I I do not understand the TV cut version at all. That's a I I don't know if we ever do a Halloween two episode. Um, I have to delve further into that because they butchered this thing like Mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, I think we're gonna do an episode on all of them eventually. Yeah. Um. Like the the beginning of the movie where there's that like Looney Tunes imprint of Michael Myers' uh, body, yeah. <laughs> and the neighbor comes out and it's like he's like, "Is this a joke? I've been, I've been trick or treated to death tonight." In the in the TV cut version, it just cuts, and that's the end of the scene. Mm. In the the actual version, uh, Loomis is like. 
don't know what death is, and then it goes on to the next scene. But so that guy must have went through what the um old man and trick or treat went through, where he was pranked and attacked all night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I I think he might be referring to Ori running through the street. Yeah, and then think, the kids running through the street. Yeah, I think that's what he was referring to. But it's just funny to think that this guy was dealing with Halloween pranks all night, and then it's like, like are those, yeah. gun, are those gunshots next door? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we are making a lot of jokes about this movie, but it's it's uh, you know, not one of our favorites, obviously, because you have it at number eleven, and I have it at nine. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it's, everything from eleven up is cool <laughs> with me yeah i mean at least even like but for the most part like i can get some enjoyment out of any movie on this list just because this is my yeah. favorite franchise it's like yeah same it, you know like halloween h2o like it might be a bad movie but it's like fun to watch you know yeah um yeah, another thing I don't like about this movie is the portrayal of Michael Myers, which there was some controversy behind because uh, they got a new actor to play Michael, and it's the same mask from the first movie, but it doesn't fit his head the same way that it fit Nick Castle's. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's Dick Warlock in this movie, which is a perfect Halloween name, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> he also makes an appearance in Halloween 3. But, um, yeah, it's like... You know, the mask didn't fit his head properly. It's way too tight. Yeah, I thought and... for being a direct sequel that he acted different. Yeah. Well, like, it that's... didn't feel like the same person almost in parts. Yeah, yeah that's where the controversy comes from, because Deborah yeah. Hill came out and said, like, didn't like Dick Warlock's portrayal of Michael Myers. He was way too slow and robotic. And then Dick Warlock was like, Deborah Hill was on set and didn't say anything to me. So <laughs> just doing what I was told. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, I hate how slow and robotic, like Deborah Hill said, like, I, I just hate how he is in this movie. Um, yeah. Like he said, for being a direct sequel, he acts different for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get into like Halloween 2018 and Halloween kills, like those are direct sequels of the same night. And you know it. You believe that this is the same guy from ten minutes earlier. But, um, yeah. All right. So I think it's all I have for Halloween two. Mm-hmm. Um, supposed to be the end of the franchise. Um, they even made sure to kill him, but yeah, they they killed him and Doctor Loomis. So the two main characters in this movie are this. Fire can't kill either one of them. Yeah, I guess not. But, um, or, or as Dr. Limbs would say, hell would not have him. Yeah. And just spit it's him right a, back out into the world. <laughs> yeah, which is a which is a great line. I do love that. But Yeah. But, um, before Michael comes back, we need to take a quick uh, pit stop into an alternate timeline, okay? Mm-hmm. So, the plan was... Um, as a lot of people know, to make Halloween an anthology franchise where every movie would be different. 
unfortunately, when the first two movies are the same story, doing that with the third movie might have been like a fatal mistake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we are at Halloween 3, A Season of the Witch, directed by Tommy Lee Wallace, starring Tom Atkins, Stacey Nelkin, who I saw, I think she's in a fan film or something like that. Like a very low budget something. Mm-hmm. I, saw, I saw something that said she returns to horror for the first time since Halloween 3. Um, okay. Yeah. Not not sure what that is, but <laughs> um but yeah. Um Tommy Lee Wallace would go on to direct uh Stephen King's It, the original miniseries, uh Fright Night Part Two. You know, he's he also uh does the voice of um uh the Silver Shamrock guy, the one that's talking. Like, oh, okay. It's, it's almost time, kids. Like that—that's him. Mm-hmm. Um, he also was the voice of in the original Halloween, where um, they're watching the thing on TV, thing from another world, I should say. Um, he does the voiceover in there as well, but it's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> Halloween three, uh, we have a uh, you know a, a crazy guy. Steals Stonehenge, puts the pieces into Halloween masks, uses a, a Halloween jingle <laughs> to, to uh, lure in the kids to watch TV, and then their heads turn to uh, to bugs. Mm-hmm. Tale as old as time. So, uh, you have Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. I put it at number 7. Ooh. It's not it's actually, bad. It's actually surprising to me that you have it that low. I have it's been it right directly in the middle. Okay, I have it at number three. Um, mm. It's you know I I I I I almost like it as much as the first two movies on my list. <laughs> it it's just it, it's it's a necessity to watch it every Halloween. Um, it is almost for like. A different reason, I guess. There's something. Cause, I mean, I guess with with the original Halloween, you can watch that to be scared because it's like mm-hmm. an actual, it's it's such a, a, a realistic story. And then you have this story that is just so bonkers with them stealing Stonehenge and putting the chips in Halloween masks that it's almost like a horror comedy, I guess. Yeah, it's fun though. Um. And we did do a previous episode on uh, Halloween 3. We did it last year, so if you want to check mm-hmm. that out, uh, feel free. We get more in-depth with um, that movie, but yeah, like it's just... You know, we get Dr. Dan Chalice as like the player of the town <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's it it's like just this creepy like middle-aged guy is just like spanking nurses and sexually harassing them, and and it it works. For and some they all reason. like him. <laughs> yeah, like the, the, like he's actually luring in women with this sexual harassment technique he got going on. It makes no sense at all. <laughs> uh, it's also hilarious that he leaves his family 
I mean, I guess he is divorced, but he leaves his two kids to, yeah, um, to to, you know, I guess get to the bottom of this young girl's father's apparently, death. Yeah, apparently we learn he has the habit of leaving his kids through dialogue. Yeah, or not following up on visitation. Yeah, and he definitely has some ulterior motives for going out of town with this young girl. Yeah, that come out of nowhere. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, the I, movie itself is great. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I love the um, Silver Shamrock mask, Silver Shamrock song. The whole idea is fun. Yeah, I I honestly can't think of not just a horror movie, but a movie in general that is more deserving of a sequel or a remake mm-hmm. than this movie, like. Especially nowadays, where you know technology is so prominent, like Halloween three was kind of like commentary on how we watch TV without questioning it being there. Yeah, that's what Tommy Lee Wallace said. Um, <clears throat> but like the things you could probably do with smartphones, things like that, like it, it, it's right there, and like mm-hmm. you know, gaming consoles, computers. Uh, you know, you could do TVs like anything. Oh yeah, like our, Silver Shamrock comes to TikTok. Yeah, like like our our whole <laughs> no. our whole life is centered around technology and electronic devices. Mm-hmm. You know, so just do something with this story, and it 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 it's right there. It's so simple. But, yeah, just just give me like a descendant of Connell Cochran back at it. <laughs> <laughs> um. It feels like it could be a TV series too. Yeah, something like like that, like you know, a, a sequel, remake, TV series, anything. Um, but it's obviously uh, very heavily inspired by Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you watch Invasion of the Body Snatchers, you'll be like, okay, <laughs> like I know, I know what John Carpenter was doing when he wrote Halloween Three mm-hmm. is. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but it's a great movie and a movie that you know, I feel the need to revisit every Halloween. Like I, I, for some reason, I can't. Well, I mean, I know why, but I, I can't let the Halloween season pass without watching Halloween three. It's just great. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I agree. You know the the cliffhanger ending is just perfect. Um. You know, I like how you don't know whether. Did he save the town, or did everybody meet their demise? Yeah, and I guess in the novelization, they pretty much say that he couldn't get the last channel to go off, so you know, there was a lot of kids that died. But mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. Um, you you don't know if this guy is a hero or you know, God, I don't, I don't know. Just bring Tom Atkins back and do something with it. <laughs> <laughs> they should. Yeah. Right. So we got um Yeah, uh you have Halloween three at number seven and I have it at three. So now jump ahead five years. Uh the Halloween franchise was dead. People were angry that Michael Myers wasn't in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um so in uh, nineteen eighty eight, ten years after the original was released, we got Halloween four 
The Return of Michael Myers, directed by Dwight H. Little, starring Donald Pleasance, Daniel Harris, Ellie Cornell, and George Wilbur as Michael Myers. Um, so this kind of is back to the basics where Michael is after his family. Uh, this time, Laurie Strode is killed off screen. I guess she mm-hmm. died in a car accident or something. Yeah. Um, Michael Myers has been in a coma for 10 years since the hospital explosion. Uh, he happens to overhear that Laurie Strode had a daughter named Jamie. And now he's after and it kind of It kind of like alerts him back to back to life. Yeah. Which I just noticed when I watched it recently. <laughs> oh, you just you just noticed that? Yeah. I was like, why well, I, I thought for years, why would he even go after her? Does he even know she exists? But then I was like, oh, he moved his hand at the mention of Lori's daughter, so makes yeah, sense. It's like, it's like a passing comment that one of the nurses make. Yeah. For some reason we we always gotta transport this guy on the eve of I Halloween. Love- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and she just says something. They're like having a conversation about the story of Michael Myers, and it's like he had a sister who died, and he had a, like the only living relative he has is his niece, Jamie Lloyd. Yeah, he just kind of moves his hand to kind of signal that he's. Oh, I heard that. <laughs> so, where do you have Halloween 4? Okay, so before I say the number public service announcement i really like the movie (laughs) okay it's just that all the ones in front of it i like a little better that's usually how how rankings work but (laughs) yeah but i put it at number nine okay interesting this was the one i was struggling with this and the one i have at number eight because I didn't know which one to put above it, above the other one. Okay. Yeah, interesting. I have this one at number six. Uh-huh. Um, I and if you would have asked me like two years ago, I probably would have had this at number three. Um, it's. I I don't know it it like the 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 mask is horrible. Uh, yeah, like, I I hate Michael Myers in this movie. Like I I hate Michael Myers in like rest of the original timeline. <laughs> like mm-hmm. for some reason they could not get him right. Um, now I will like... say, go ahead. Rachel is like a really good final girl. We love her. Daniel Harris as Jamie was great. Jamie is Laurie's best child in the franchise. Yeah, it's kind of ironic. I say that. You'll find out later, <laughs> but but yeah, and then we get Donald Pleasance as Doctor Loomis. Still, starting to go off the rails. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I know the movies. I know it's not really anyone's fault, but the other movies later on are kind of missing the Doctor Loomis part. Yeah. And, you know, they have fillers here and there. Some work, some don't. Yeah, I, I think that's 
that's what's wrong with like Halloween H two O is that there's no Doctor Loomis yeah. in that movie. Um, yeah, and even like the remakes work because I think Malcolm McDowell is actually a, a serviceable replacement, like not as good. Yeah. Um, I mean, as we go on, I don't really like how far Doctor Loomis has strayed. Um, but it it's almost like it, like it it it, it kind of makes sense that this doctor would seemingly go insane because his patient is out there and like no one will listen to him. So it does make mm-hmm. sense. Um, like in this movie, when Michael escapes, <laughs> it's just funny though because there's this big crash, and then you see him walking in the water. He was here and now he's gone. He's yeah. out there. <laughs> I mean. I mean, it it makes sense that he would think that. Yeah. And it's funny because the other hand, like anybody with any type of authority, just seems to think the opposite of him because they're like, "Oh, the bodies are all chewed up." Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Oh, well, even if he got out, like he's been in bed for for ten years, so his muscles will be useless." He's like, <laughs> "You're talking about him <laughs> as if he were a human being." <laughs> <laughs> It's it's like the character of Doctor Loomis, as the franchise went on, was like reduced to one liners. Where in the original one, in the original Halloween, he has that great monologue about you know Michael having the devil's eyes and yeah, all this and that. But then as we go on, he's just they're they're trying to do that, but it's not obviously not as good. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like you said, I do think Daniel Harris and uh, Lee Cornell are, are very good in this movie. Like the the rooftop mm-hmm. chase is very good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like most like most basic version of that original movie that you could possibly make, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's I, very good. No, I I don't fault them. Because I feel like at this point, like people were mad at the Halloween franchise for trying this anthology, so I don't blame them for you know bringing it back to the basics. Yeah, um, and we'll see the same thing later down the road where the franchise you know branched off into something crazy, and then it got brought back. Mm-hmm. In you, you got to like reel it back in every once in a while, I guess, because people don't like to uh, <laughs> venture off and have. You know, new things in this franchise for some reason. They like to keep the basic storyline, but I like when when they're different and when they take risks. Yeah, I agree. But, um, yeah, um, probably one of the best endings to a movie in this franchise. Yeah, um, probably the second best ending, I would say. I don't know because Halloween Three has a great ending too. But um, yeah, like. Uh, they shoot Michael down. Um, Amy like touches his hand, uh, seemingly to transfer evil into her, and then she ends up stabbing her stepmom. Um, pretty much like reminiscent to how Michael stabbed his sister mm-hmm. at the beginning of the original movie, and you know you just have Doctor Loomis freaking out at the end of the movie. Um, you know almost about to shoot this nine-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and 
you know, I guess they kind of tease that Michael, Michael and Jamie might be a team in the next movie or something like that. But yeah, we can't, we can't have that. We got to have a protagonist <laughs> in this franchise. Yeah. You know, let me make a quick edit and bump it up to eight. Oh, okay. Now that okay. I'm talking about it, thinking about it. Okay, you have so a number find, eight. You'll find out which movie got bumped down in a little bit. <laughs> okay. So you have it at number eight, I have it at six. Yeah. Um Yeah. Um No, it's 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 a good movie, like nothing's wrong with it. It's just got much simpler copy and paste version of that original movie, but just not as good. The one thing I will complain about is the truck massacre. At the, toward the end. Yeah. Because, you know, these people are driving around. They're driving down the freeway. And they run into all these cops. This is when they leave the school. Hmm. And the cop, he's, they stop to talk to the police. And he's like, I'll just go down four miles on the road and there's state troopers. I'll take care of you. He watches the truck drive down and then follows the other police cars that are going toward Haddonfield. So keep in mind, he watched the truck. And like yeah. the next scene, we see Michael Myers is holding on to the truck the whole time. And he climbs up mm-hmm. and slaughters everybody, except for Rachel and Jamie. Right. So yeah. that cop <laughs> managed to not see him holding on to the truck. Or if he did see him, he's like, oh, that must be one of... These crazy drunk guys. We'll just let him hold on to the truck. <laughs> <laughs> One of the drunk guys underneath the, <laughs> underneath the truck as it's going sixty five miles an hour down the road. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I never noticed that, but yeah, it's. I don't like the truck thing either because I just don't think that would be like I, I just. They they had to get Michael here, and that was like the only way they thought to get him there. Yeah. Um, well, they probably didn't have the Thorn idea yet, but they could have just had him, like he took over and attacked most of the cops or something. I mean, I would have, like, I might have did something where, like, we, we've established that Michael can drive in these movies. Yeah. Um, just just have, like, a high-speed chase. They do it two movies later, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they could have done that. Um. I don't know. It... But other than that, I really like the movie. Like you said, it probably has one of the best endings. Now, if that had been like the solid ending that they went with, I think that would have been really good. And if they would have capitalized on that ending in the next movie, the next movie might have been good. <laughs> <laughs> Is that our transition to Halloween five? Yeah, we can, we can transition to Halloween five. We got Halloween 5, Revenge of Michael Myers, directed by uh, Dominique Ninjarard, some, something like that. Take it. Um, this movie is uh, you know, pretty much the same, <laughs> the same plot as the last movie, where, where Michael returns to um, you know, kill his niece. Um, the tagline for this movie, <laughs> Michael Returns, and this time they're ready, which is a big, <laughs> which is a big lie. 
because they weren't ready at all. <laughs> no one in this movie was was ready for Michael Myers at this at this point. Um, Halloween Five, uh, directed. Well, well, I said directed. Uh, starring uh, the same crop of people: uh, Donald Pleasance, Daniel Harris, Ellie Cornell. Uh, this time we have the addition of Wendy Foxworth as Tina, um, <laughs> one of uh, one of the most controversial additions to this <laughs> franchise. Uh, where do you have Halloween Five on your list? I have Halloween Five at number six. Okay, interesting. Do <laughs> so you have it where I had Halloween Four? Yeah. I have Halloween five at number ten. Mm. Um, no, I, I first off, I, I I hate this Michael Myers as well. This mask is probably my least favorite one. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the mask, but <laughs> I I I don't like seeing Michael float down the river at the beginning of the movie. I don't like that this hermit's been taking care of him for a year. For an entire year, and then Cutting it's his like hair, him clean shaven. Yeah. <laughs> and on <laughs> Halloween night, or the night before Halloween, I guess he kind of just wakes up, mm-hmm. just kills this hermit, just goes about his business once again. But yeah, I mean, I don't know how the police don't check the like where the mine shaft led to, be able to find him. Just... They're just like, oh, he's dead. Pretty much. Um, that has yeah. to be. <laughs> um, yeah, and probably the most annoying crop of characters to get introduced. See, I was just about to say. I don't want to say that because there, the, as we reach the end of the original movies, like there are a bunch of annoying additions added to every movie. So I don't want to say that. But now, Halloween Five, I think. Unlike what you just said, I think it has my favorite regular characters since the first movie. Okay. Like, I love Tina, Sam, and Spitz. And Rachel. Hey, I, I, I like Rachel, but <laughs> I, I feel like she was just totally wasted in this movie because she's killed off like 20 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Um, Jamie Lloyd is a mute for some reason. Um, we have like this thorn symbolism on Michael's wrist mm-hmm. that you know they didn't even know what it meant. There's a, <laughs> there's a man in black creeping around, and I guess one of the original ideas was to have this be Michael Myers' twin. Um, mm. Yeah, and you know this. Guy has the same tattoo that Michael has. Uh, he gets off the bus and kicks a dog because <laughs> just to kind of show how bad he is. Yeah, to show him kick a dog for no reason. Um, <laughs> and and the Myers house is a mansion for some reason. Um, That's the one thing. The continuity for the movie is good for the most part, except for the Myers house. Yeah, because I I I I do believe that this is a direct sequel to Halloween Four. Yeah, like it, it feels like the same universe, and I think they shot it in, in the same town too. Mm-hmm. Um, because we see the drugstore in both movies, and Rachel's in the same house, hmm. so everything yeah. feels the same, minus 
the Myers house. That's the one thing that irritates me about it. Yeah. I guess when we're going to the Myers house for a final chase scene, that small house just couldn't suffice. Oh, well, the idea that this idiot director had was that it was going to be like Frankenstein. So Mm. that's why he was asleep for a year and he was awakened. And the Myers house is now a castle. That was the idea that it was like very similar to a Frankenstein movie. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, to, to show you how bad this director is, uh, he also made um, the, uh, he made Omen Four: the awakening, uh, which has a 1.9 on Letterboxd. Um, Omen five has a 2.2. So (laughs) I haven't seen any of those. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I just think he's incompetent. Uh, he's not a good director. Uh, he <laughs> and he wrote this movie that you know had this symbolism in there that absolutely led to nothing. Um, I mean, maybe if this director writer had more than a year to put this movie out, maybe mm-hmm. it would have been something, but they just threw it out in a year, and it's like, oh, well, need to rush this movie into production and get done. Um, and maybe if he had more time, maybe it would be a better movie for me. Yeah. But, yeah I mean, the, 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 the main thing this movie has going for it is that um, it's one of the first Halloween movies that I've seen to play four and five all the time on AMC Fear Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. <laughs> uh, what were you gonna say? It's funny. Oh yeah, I mean it, it, it's funny in all the wrong ways, but because like <laughs> the bumbling cops show up and there's just like clown music playing to to show you that they're funny. Um, it I don't know. It, it's just you know, the, no. The... I think that this is probably. Donald Pleasant's second best movie in the series, besides the first one. Um, just because he he's like off the rails in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can like, agree with you, that. When like you see him, he's going down a dark path. It seems like you know <laughs> he's he attacked that little girl because he thought. She was Jamie. <laughs> like snatched her and took her mask off. Yeah, he's he's back to ordering police around to, to yeah. follow Tina. Jamie was shaking, so he was <laughs> rushes to the sheriff <laughs> to scream at him about how she was shaking. <laughs> yeah, the, the, that cut is funny because they're they almost <laughs> like cut her or something so she could breathe. Yeah. And then it, it kind of just cuts and it's like she was shaking. Her whole body was shaking. <laughs> but he's like I don't even know if he's employed by this place or if he just looks around. There's no way he's employed by this place. Because um, they keep letting him in to see Jamie. <laughs> in all they and have he's is- like- 
he's always there. Like it, most of his scenes are at the at this clinic. Well, I think he's just trying to use her to get to Michael because they have this like yeah. psychic connection. But I mean, it it might have been better if they came out and said that. Amy was receiving counseling from from Dr. Loomis. Um, he's, oh, done so, that. <laughs> he's, he's done so well with uh, his previous patients that uh, <laughs> had to they had to assign him to uh, Michael's niece. But um, yeah, um, I don't know. And like the ending of this movie, I don't like because. You got Michael like sitting in a jail cell playing with his chains. For some reason, they keep the mask on. Um, mm-hmm. Then the man in black just kind of shows up to the police station and shoots up the place, and they get Michael out and he escapes. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the ending, but no, it feels like a western. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I'm not a fan of this movie. I don't like that they kind of just threw things in here and we're like oh that's uh it's um it's it's for the next writers to solve i like uh, how it becomes tina's movie yeah, for no reason it just becomes <laughs> the, the tina show she's in the movie so much yeah why well, i don't know i'm one of the one of the fans that love tina She's hilarious. Yeah. Enjoyable. I see the actress was only in this movie. On Letterboxd. Um, I don't know if this is true or not, but I think she knew one of the producers or something. Might be how oh, okay. she, she got the role being the lead in Halloween 5, and that's the only thing she's ever done. Um... I don't know. Um, this has done a couple things on Wikipedia, but I don't know. She just peeked at Tina and she was like, I don't need to play anybody else because this character is so iconic. I'm how, how, how will I top this? And she couldn't. There's no way to top Tina. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't want to be like an actor trying to chase what they once were. So you just want yeah. to quit while you're on top. Unfortunately, she peaked in her first role. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she was on television and a couple of random stuff yeah. before, but whatever. Right. Next, we got Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. We got this uh, six years after the fact, because it took him six years to, to write a semi-piece of story that matched, lined up with the previous movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, directed by Joe Chappelle, written by Daniel Ferens, who... No, is on a is on quite the role of uh, making uh, bad movies. Um, <laughs> the murder of Nicole Brown Simpson, uh, Ted Bundy, American Boogeyman, mm. Haunting of Sharon Tate. Oh, that was this direct. Uh, he wrote this movie. He didn't oh. di- he didn't direct it. Uh, um, yeah. Um, directed by Joe Chappelle, who went on to direct. Uh, not a lot. <laughs> um, Just a bunch only, of random movies. Yeah, he only directed this movie, this movie, so he could get like a 
on track with Dimension Films to continue making movies. So there you go. Um, starring Donald Pleasance for the final time, introducing Paul Rudd, and starring uh, Marianne Hagen, who <laughs> was also another actress who did not do much after her appearance in Halloween. She also peaked with this character. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so where do you have Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers on your list? I have it at number 10. I have it at number 11. Um, yeah, to, be, to just make it clear, we are only talking about the movie in general. Um, no, to, to me, both cuts are very similar, like this, like the theatrical and the producer's cut. I don't really see a big difference in them. No. Yeah, it it's just such a now, the stupid... producer's cut has that cult scene, right? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, the scene where Michael is standing around with the cult and there's like candles everywhere and they have a Marion Hagen tied to a bed or something. Yeah. Yeah. This this movie is nuts. Uh it doesn't belong in this franchise at all. <laughs> um Michael Myers is controlled by a cult that I guess works at Smith's Grove Sanitarium. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess is the situation. Um, yeah. Yes, pretty much what it is. The Strodes live in the Myers house for some reason, uh, just to kind of keep the Strodes in this movie. The remaining Strodes that refuse to take Jamie, I guess. <laughs> I, well, Jamie went missing, so the, I guess they couldn't take well, Like, in four. Oh, like, yeah. That's, um, that's, <laughs> a, that's a good point. They they sent... They let Jamie go to an adoption, like, a, yeah, like a, a an adoptive home instead of just adopting her them, themselves. That's a good <laughs> point. I didn't, I didn't even think of that. Um, well, I guess, and, well, I don't know. It's a lose-lose, because none of these strodes are likable. But... Except maybe Kara, I guess, just because she's the lead. She's funny <laughs> for the wrong reasons too. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so this is Donald Pleasance's last role, like of his career in general. Um, now he, I I didn't mind him so much in the movie. He's like a step down from four and five. And he's a lot tamer, and I feel like that might have been just because he was you know, not well <laughs> during the filming of this movie. Yeah. Um, he couldn't dive over trash cans or run around. No, uh, run yeah, around he field or lurk in the Myers house. Yeah, um, yeah, and I mean, I, like you have Paul Rudd playing Tommy Doyle and doing a terrible job. Um, <laughs> some of the worst acting in this franchise, right here. Uh, mm-hmm. He finds this baby, and. Which, which is Jamie Lloyd's baby. Uh, he finds this baby in bus station bathroom that apparently the janitor, yeah. the janitor did, didn't find it, but he found it. Um, and he's like, he, he takes the baby to the hospital and he's like, he's like, give me a doctor. And they just call security on him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, maybe he really needed a doctor because this baby might be dying. Yeah, you just call security on him. That's fine. Um, 
one of the issues this movie has too is that they had to recast Jamie. Yeah. I guess Daniel Harris had like contract disputes with them and Yeah, it's just a shame. Even though the character was wasted completely anyways. In both cuts too. Yeah. In the theatrical version, she's killed in a barn by Michael Myers. In the producer's cut, she survives the attack in the barn. And she's assassinated by the man in black while she's in the hospital. They just they show the man in black holding a gun up to her, and then it just cuts. And yeah, she's just killed. It, it it's stupid. Um, I mean, this is the Halloween movie. I don't really have much to say about. I guess. Yeah. Um, like I don't know. Even the part. I mean, I guess we talk about the funny parts. There's there's this scene where, um, the cult kind of starts taking over, and Kara Strode just like, oh, let me swan dive out this window, and yeah, and it's, it's a bit like, more exciting than Halloween two. <laughs> That's probably why I have it a little higher, but no, I think Halloween two is a lot better than this. This one's just. The cult idea is not bad. It's just the direction it took. You have to execute it a lot better. And maybe it was better in the script or something. But yeah, you have to execute this better than what they did. Like they're Um, talking about this thorn that forms in the stars on a certain night. And I'm just sitting there like, you could form that thorn with stars on any night, really. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it it just happened to be like years <laughs> the movies were released <laughs> except for Halloween 2 obviously but yeah yeah. Um, and it's like he wouldn't be aware because we established that he woke up when he heard that he had a niece yeah but in re- like in this story he woke up because he knew that the stars were lined up <laughs> in, the, in the shape of a thorn each time yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's it's bad, and and both versions, like the ending sucks. Either Michael mm-hmm. Myers is beaten with a pipe and then kills Doctor Loomis off screen, or um, Paul Rudd is surrounded by rocks, and Michael, <laughs> gra- Michael grabs him, and then he says Sam Hain, uh, which isn't the proper saying of the word. It, it's sour. No. Sawin, we learned that in Halloween 3. Yeah. Paul Rudd says Sam Hain, and that just, like, removes the curse from Michael. He's just a normal guy now, and then the curse goes to Dr. Loomis somehow. It, it's it's really dumb, but... Awful. Yeah, not, not a good movie. Uh, <laughs> like I said, maybe it was, a, it was a good movie in the script, but yeah, not, uh, not good. It's very um, made-for-TV, too. Yeah, it has... I forget if I said this on the air or not, but it has the aesthetic of a Lifetime movie. <laughs> it does. Or, like, one of those, you know... Like, that Slumber Party Massacre. Or, you know, when the Chiller Channel was still a thing. Yeah. You feel like, oh, this is a Chiller original release, or, like, a Shutter release. Yeah. 
mean, I guess that's a good transition because in um, you know, 1996, a, uh, a a new trend in horror came about, which was Scream. Mm-hmm. And they kind of uh, Scream kind of brought new attention to the original Halloween because they mention Halloween in the climax of Scream. It's yeah, featured, it's featured very heavily. So, Safa Cad was like, you know, let me just uh, <laughs> take your Scream aesthetic and add it into my Halloween franchise. And in uh, 1998, <laughs> we got. Halloween H two O twenty years later, which I guess the the proper name would be H twenty, because it's supposed to be Halloween twenty, Halloween twenty years later. But all the marketing said Halloween H two O, so that's what I'm going with. But yeah, uh, this was the return of Jamie Lee Curtis, who is now under a new identity as Carrie Tate, uh, also starring. Uh, Josh Hartnett, Adam Arkin, and Michelle Williams. Uh, directed by Steve Miner, who has has done very good slasher movies, uh, but not this one. He directed no. Fr- Friday the 13th Part 2 and 3. Two of the best ones. Yeah. And then uh, proceeded to do this. So. Uh, so and... he did Lake Placid and Day yeah. of the Dead remake. Hmm. <laughs> oh. I, I, so, I mean, I guess the, the issue with this movie is that um, Kevin Williamson, who did who wrote Scream, came on to this movie. Like, he's not credited credited for it, but he has said, like, I helped a lot with that movie. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it's very prominent that, that this movie has that the Scream aesthetic. And that's that's the issue with it. Is that It's like two of its era. But, um, yeah, so where do you have? With it. <laughs> yeah. So where do you have Halloween H two O? Number twelve. Ooh. So this is the first time we matched since the since the beginning. Uh, I have <laughs> it at, at number twelve as well. Um, so despite, let this be a lesson. Despite the mess that we had in Halloween six, with the whole. Yeah, the whole travesty of Halloween Six. It's still better than Halloween H two O. It it is slightly better, I would say, because <laughs> at least I could have fun and laugh at the curse of Michael Myers. Yeah, um, this movie is just slow, and it, the original Halloween was slow as well. But you know, this movie is like a bad kind of slow. Um, this movie is pretty much. Um... Like a Laurie Strode story until the last, what, 30 minutes, maybe? Yeah. We just get glimpses of Michael here and there. Yeah. Um, yeah for some, somehow he travels cross country. Uh, <laughs> he knows where yeah. Laurie, he knows, I guess he gets the files at the beginning of the movie, so I'll give it that. Yeah. But then, yeah, he's able to travel cross country and. Yeah, I'm noticing on social media that this movie is getting praised more now. Um, despite um the fact that it's boring, <laughs> I I think it's just nostalgia. Um, yeah, it could I, be, or maybe they're um 
they don't like Halloween ends, so we're like, oh, we're gonna go back to this timeline and appreciate it, even though what's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, like I I could do without this movie. I don't even like talking about it. Uh, it's just boring. Uh, most of the kills are off screen. Yeah, either that or Laurie's worst child. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that too. Um. Yeah, and it's either they're killed off screen or it's like there's a reveal that they were killed. Like they walk into a room and then the dead body's hanging there and it's like, oh, uh, she's dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some little bits of decency in the movie. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know. I, this portrayal of Michael Myers is probably among the worst. Um. No, there was a debacle with the masks where they were using different masks. They filmed the whole movie with the mask and then mm-hmm. people hated it, so they went back and reshot it with the new mask, and the new mask isn't any good either. And yeah, it's it's just how difficult is it to just make something similar to that original mask? <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> but I like that, at least why you hire people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least I li- I like the beginning, you know the Marion Chambers part. Yeah, I don't I don't mind that. And we get a young Joseph Gordon-Levitt, hmm. <laughs> who uh, apparently is very violent on the hockey rink with um, yeah with his hockey stick. Mm-hmm. And it's and then like you don't see it happen, but then it's just revealed that he got an ice skate to the face and was killed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hate off-screen deaths in movies. And this one's full of them. It's like, oh, I would have liked to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt get hockey skate in his face or an ice <laughs> skate in his face. Like that would have that would have been interesting. But later on, we have Halloween kills. But this is Halloween off-screen kills. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just it's it's. Ugh. <laughs> I I actually like the finale of it, like killing Michael off by cutting his head off. Yeah, had a good ending. It's very final, and it's like Lori conquered her demons. Um, you know, she killed her brother. Um, you know, here I don't even mind them being related because that's just the story at this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, in 2018, it's like she is concerned that Michael's going to come back, but like when they're related, it's like, oh, I, I know he's going to come back for me. So, I mean, that's yeah. something interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. this, this movie's not good. There's like five good minutes in here and then yeah, the minutes of nothing. And then when I see short hair, Jamie Lee Curtis with red hair, I just think of Freaky Friday. Yeah, that's true. Even though this came out like five years prior to Freaky yeah, Friday. Was, but... This just like... It just reminds me of that, so it's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Not that Freaky Friday's bad, it's just... Mm-hmm. It's, an, it's an era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah, the, the the ending is very final. Till... The next got, movie. <laughs> until we got Halloween Resurrection in 2002, directed by Rick Rosenthal, who told you he'd come back he directed halloween 2 mm. came back came back for this movie um 
somehow a lot worse than he was back then. So um, I don't like his movies pretty much is is what we're getting at. Yeah. I didn't like Halloween two either. Yeah, so Halloween Resurrection stars Jamie Lee Curtis, kind of. Um They put her on the posters. Yeah, the the front of the poster. <laughs> <laughs> uh Brad Laurie plays Michael Myers, uh Buster Rhymes. <sighs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks were funny. Yeah. They're funny in the movie. (laughs) I want to backtrack a little bit. LL Cool J is very funny in Halloween H2O. Yeah. Yeah. But then we're like, let's up it a notch and let's cast Buster Rhymes and let's make him the lead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you got to do it in like very moderation. Yeah. The last 20 minutes of this movie are the Busta Rhymes show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know we both probably have this rank in the same spot. <laughs> yes, I have this at 13. Yeah, me too. Dead last. Right at the bottom. It's yeah. just... Well, they bring Lori back, and Jamie Lee Curtis didn't even like it, obviously, because she came back to... She was under contract to come back. Yeah. <laughs> she came. I was watching interviews about that. So she had to fix her. Fix the Lori character and come back for another timeline. But in this one, she. She's completely wasted. And she dies um, in the beginning. And then. What was with that clown? Or that guy. Um, uh, yeah, I couldn't even tell you, to be honest. Because um, he's friends with Michael Myers, apparently. Yeah, Michael Myers kills Laurie Strode, his sister, and then is like, gives this guy dressed in a clown costume the knife as like an award. Yeah. Like, here's a little something for the fans. Um, and then he's just kind of giving a rundown of... What Michael Myers has done on this timeline, which we already know. I'm I'm thinking maybe <laughs> Michael was trying to frame him, but yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know why he would. Like, I, I don't think he has anything to gain by framing him. Yeah, uh, Michael's killed you know, thirty other people in this timeline, so <laughs> it's like if if you get caught, you're going to prison regardless. So yeah, but uh. It's revealed that at the end of H2O, <laughs> Michael uh, replaced, swapped jumpsuits and put his mask on this fat EMT. Mm-hmm. Michael Myers gained 30 pounds in 10 minutes. And <laughs> Yeah, I hate that. Lori didn't realize that she cut the head off of the wrong guy. But yeah, um... Not good. I hate that idea. I mean, and I hate filmed it and put it on. <laughs> I, I hate the idea of dangertainment. <laughs> we said yeah. H, we said H two O was dated, but this really dates this thing. Um, mm-hmm. They're going into the Myers house trying to figure out why Michael Myers snapped. It's like he was under psychic evaluation for fifteen years, and telling me you're going to go through his house and try to figure things out. I don't think that's going to work. 
No. But, yeah, this movie's not good. Um, yeah, there's really not much to say about it. It's just... I mean, Buster Rhymes but... takes over in the last ten minutes and is karate kicking Michael Myers and... At least, if anything, it's funny. I mean, yeah, get a I mean, yeah, like I said, I can get something out of all of these movies, but yeah. like the, these last two, like H two O and Resurrection, like they are movies that I'll watch like maybe once every few years around Halloween time. Obviously, like I pop it in in March, but yeah, yeah, and it's revealed at the end that Michael survived being electrocuted in the balls and set on fire and he lived and you know never came back so <laughs> yeah so yeah there was really nowhere else to take this timeline so the only just... thing you could the, the only thing you could do is bring Josh Hartnett back but i think he might have been a bit too expensive around this time to do that so yeah so, Halloween franchise took a hiatus again for five years. Um, they didn't know where they were going, whether they were going to do Halloween 9 or what. So, they gave the reins to Rob Zombie and just decided to start from scratch because this was the era of remakes. So, we had to delve into Michael Myers' past and, you know, figure out why he was the way he was. So in 2007, we got the remake, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Uh, where do you have this on your list? So this was the um, the toss-up I had with Halloween 4. <laughs> so I'll put that at number 9. Okay. I have it at number 7. Um, yeah, I mean, the movie benefits from being a remake of a masterpiece so it's uh-huh. it's it's it it's easy to do something passable in the last hour of this movie which is what they do um yeah they're remaking halloween it actually works and i think it's you know a pretty good movie like it's actually a very well done halloween movie yeah it's good but the it's... first go ahead the, the, that i don't think we we're about to say the same thing it's the childhood stuff and the first like however many minutes it is you follow him and then we have to be at Smith's Grove for a little while I I don't even mind most of the Smith's Grove stuff except for the rape scene that he threw in in the in the unrated cut yeah um but yeah like the first like everything with Michael as a kid it's like like I'm to the point where I used to really like this movie but it's like hard for me to get through the first Hour of this movie or whatever it is, because yeah, I remember we went to the theater to see this with our mom, <laughs> and <laughs> just imagine this breakfast scene in theaters <laughs> where it's like it's talking about chicken abortions and you know, yeah, like like William Forsyth sees his stroking a rat. Yeah, like he see like William William Forsyth sees his stepdaughter, and it's like chick got a nice little dumper on her. <laughs> Awful. It, like that's <laughs> like the the Sherry Moon zombie and William Forsyth screaming. Like 
I'll crawl over there and I'll skull fuck the shit out of you. <laughs> One of the most unlikable characters in the whole series. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It, it's it's hilarious, but it's also like I don't want to see this. Like I'm here for yeah. I'm here for a Michael Myers movie. I don't need to see all this. I think um, um I think with most of Rob Zombie's movies, it's like an acquired taste. Yeah, um, I mean, because he shows you a different side of people, probably stuff that he's seen. Well, the the weird thing is, like, I've seen interviews with him, and he doesn't talk like that. So I don't understand why he makes movies where everybody talks like that. Maybe um, I don't know. Maybe he just what he grew up around or something. I I don't know because I think he's from. Austin or something like that. <laughs> I, got, I don't think he's from the South. I'm not 100 percent sure. So eventually, he lived in New York. So, I, like, I, I have no idea. I don't know where this came from, but but it's, it's there in all of his movies. Yeah. Um. I mean, Lords of Salem kind of strays away from that. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I still like to link all his movies in the same universe. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, about Halloween, I like I I like the idea that Michael was obsessed with masks. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I even like when he's going through the house and killing the family. Like I actually like that part. Yeah. But like, if you cut out the the stuff prior to that and make that the opening of your movie, like that would be something. Mm-hmm. Um, like because it would it would start off like the original one did. Yeah. That's, yeah, they kind of went through and did that, but I think they just wanted. Well, wasn't the original plan to like have it just be a backstory movie? Uh, I think he wanted to do two movies. Um, first one would have been like his childhood and the as- asylum, and I think it would have ended with him getting the mask, mm. and and then it, then he would have done a full on remake of Halloween. Um, yeah, I think that's where he was going. But now I mean, his remake is definitely one of the better horror remakes. Yeah, and, and like the same with this one. Like I even like that Laurie and Michael are related from the get go of this because it yeah. makes sense and it doesn't feel thrown in just to be plot twist. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just comes back because he wants his family back, pretty much. Um. And then we get, you know, Scout Taylor Compton as Laurie. Yeah, and sh- and she's okay. actually she's great. Yeah, she's she's very good in this movie. Um, and same with the next one. Like, she's a very good Laurie Strode. Mm-hmm. Um, it like the the thing that weighs down this movie is the first half hour. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, you, I agree. Uh, like second half of the movie is like a perfect Halloween remake. Um, I don't even mind that Michael is like 6'10". Um, <laughs> I, like, I, like, I think it's... it's I don't know. I, I just think this movie's done very well um, in, in the second half. Uh, mm-hmm. You like just gotta he, get to the second half. <laughs> yeah, like... I don't know. Like, Rob Zombie just needs someone to write movie for him and then he can direct it 
and then there you go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, at the end of this movie, Michael is uh, shot in the head, uh, seemingly killed, but um, this movie broke uh, Labor Day weekend uh, box office records. Because, um, you know, the perfect time to release a movie called Halloween is uh, August 31st, right? Apparently. So, <laughs> this movie broke box office records and money talks. So two years later, we got Halloween 2, uh, also directed by Rob Zombie. This is the first time that somebody came back to direct back-to-back Halloween movies. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much stars the same cast. Uh, Scout Taylor Compton, Malcolm McDowell, uh, Brad Dorff, Tyler Maine, Sherry Moon Zombie, Daniel Harris. Um, so, do you have uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2? Here's another one of my um, risky rankings. <laughs> I put it at number 2. Okay, I have it at number 2 as well. Yeah. So my first risky one was Halloween 5, being so high up. Yeah. Um, and now this one. I absolutely love this movie. Um, have since 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, I've. I, I don't know. It, it it was a it was a weird era where it was like very risky to to admit you loved Rob Zombie's Halloween too. But yeah, we we were out there at the time in 2009, uh, mm-hmm. singing singing the praises of Halloween too. Um, yeah, I've always liked it. I think even from the first time I saw it, I it's I, very see. I like I li- it's it's elevated horror. I like elevated horror. <laughs> so this is the first elevated horror movie I saw, or artsy horror movie. Yeah i I didn't like it the first time I saw it in theaters, but we went back like a few days later to see it again in theaters. Mm-hmm. And, and I think because I think I was just so. confused as to why it, they went this direction and yeah yeah i was like this uh th- that that was not what i wanted in a sequel to you know that movie um but yeah like the white horse stuff i so so the thing about the white horse stuff people say they don't get it but like it explained like early on in the movie what it is mm-hmm. so so i don't think like literally the first thing we see. Yeah, and it doesn't really like have that big of an importance in the movie. So it's not like it it's taken over by a white horse. Yeah, people um, act like one scene or two scenes is just defying the whole movie. Yeah. And for the, for the most part in this movie I can handle Rob Zombie's like hillbilly tropes. Yeah. Because it feels very set in the universe, mm-hmm. and like most of the dialogue seems realistic as to how people would talk in the situation, except for uh, Richard Brake swearing for thirty seconds. And <laughs> yeah, it's a cow. Um, yeah, um, I don't like. I don't mind the trashy hillbilly stuff in this movie. Um. I also like uh, like Drifter Michael Myers, who's kind of just out there. Um, this is like, it's almost like broken Michael Myers too, because you know he was shot in the head and survived. So it's like now he always sees 
his mom and this younger version of himself everywhere he goes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that idea. Um, I had to mention that on the podcast before. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's yeah. like you don't see the you like you don't see his mother as like a ghost or whatever in the first movie, but you know here you do, and I like I think that's just you know, he got shot in the head, and he's even more insane than he was. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I like having kid Michael Myers talk for Michael because. Mm-hmm. Like you, you actually do get to understand what he's thinking, and you know like why he has this connection to Halloween, and it it's just like I guess that's his way of getting his family back together would be to just take his sister on Halloween. Yeah, um, <laughs> and Scott Taylor Compton does an even better job in this movie. Yeah, I, I would argue that this might be the best portrayal of Laurie Strode out of any Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like she's, she's great in this movie. Um, and Daniel but, Harris is great. I like Angela Trimber and Bria Grant as Harley and Maya too. Uh, Brad Dorif is great. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. He's definitely the best, um, cop in the whole series. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, yeah, like I, I, I love this even, movie. This is even Doctor Loomis. I know I had complaints before about this version of Doctor Loomis because he's like, I'm the capitalized office. And I write a book, and I'm gonna write another book, and just like expose even more of what I learned. But it makes sense too. It doesn't have to be the same as the one that just wants to kill him, and he believes yeah. he's dead anyways. Yeah, that's it's just a, like this this greedy Doctor Loomis, but it's it's a unique twist. it's a unique twist on the character that yeah usually Loomis would be out there complaining that Michael's alive and he's a threat, but here he's like Michael's dead and he's not a threat. And then um, other people have the theories that he's still alive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like it. It's great. Um, I actually like the director's cut of this one better. Yeah, Even though Michael Myers does talk at the end, um, yeah, and it's like they, like Michael Loomis and Laurie all die at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. and it it's just a nice like closing chapter to this you know, short movie saga, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the White Horse song. The dream sequences are really cool too. Like that scene where Laurie slices Annie's throat. And... Yeah. Yeah. It's And uh... she's like locked in a coffin and then there's like the trippy scenes where she's on a table and there's these creatures sitting around the table. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of that came from like Rob Zombie uh music videos. Like mm-hmm. those ideas might have spawned. It felt like House of a Thousand Corpses too a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um yeah, like I think this movie's great. Uh, this is one mm-hmm. of my favorite, my favorite, one one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Um, I know that's a controversial opinion, but yeah, I'm right up there too. It's really good. Yeah, um, yeah, and and we've been singing the praises for over 13 years now. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it isn't like because 
so people are praising Halloween H2O nowadays, but like I see people on Twitter saying we owe Rob Zombie an apology. <laughs> and yeah, um, it people do that with a lot of movies, though. It's it's almost like the Rob Zombie movies are like Star Wars prequels. Yeah, I was just about to say everybody loves Hayden Christensen now, and like Anakin's such a good character. Yeah, but then if you round time to 2005, people would be hating it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I have anything more to say about this. I want. I really want to do an episode on this again. Uh, we did one early on, and it's a bad episode. But I, I yeah, want to we do have it. to revisit it. <laughs> yeah, m- maybe next year we'll revisit and yeah, this movie again. So. Yeah, the um, this, this pretty much killed the Halloween franchise. Uh, box office numbers were bad. Um, it came out the same weekend as, um, Glorious Bastards and The Final Destination. So it didn't do as well as the first one, and then like, you know, bad reviews led mm-hmm. to the franchise dying again. Um, yeah, until uh, two thousand eighteen. And um, that was a long time in between, too. The, the, the longest time in, in, in between Halloween movies was it was nine years. Yeah. Um, Let's yeah. not let that happen again. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis returned. Uh, David Gordon Green is the director. Uh, Halloween 2018 starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Judy Greer, Andy Matichak, and uh, James Jude Courtney. Uh, we just did an episode on this movie uh, this month, mm-hmm. so I mean, we could probably go through this trilogy pretty quick because yeah, we just did episodes on a couple of them. Yeah, and we did Halloween Kills last year. So, where do you have Halloween twenty eighteen? I have it at number five. Okay, interesting. I have it at number eight. Um, and I, I, I feel like this could change because I really do like this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I it it's it's almost like Halloween four, where it's like just very safe version of a Halloween movie. Yeah. Um, but you know, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, for some reason, it's it, like they did not bring Michael back to like just creepily stalking people and like hiding in bushes and things like that. Um. And I I don't really know why they didn't didn't do that. Um, but once again, they're transferring Michael Myers on oh, Eve, the eve of Halloween. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know we have that plot twist with Doctor Sartain that goes nowhere. Um, yeah, didn't we say on the episode that it could have been better if he just disappeared? If uh, Michael did, yeah. Uh, you mean at the end of the original Halloween? Yeah. Yeah, like, I would have been fine with him just being out there. Like, I think that's scarier than him being locked up for 40 years. Like, he could have been a normal guy with a 9 to 5. No, I'm kidding. But, <laughs> I mean... But yeah, he just could have been a normal guy. And nobody would have known it's him. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think he would be, like, having a job or anything, but... No. Yeah, I think it's 
scary that you know he got shot six times and was never seen again. Like you don't know if he went somewhere and died. You yeah. don't know if he, you know, is hiding somewhere. Like you just don't know. Like you don't know for when he would come back. It's just yeah, it's just creepy like that. Um Yeah, I mean like I said, this is a very back to the basics Halloween movie that doesn't quite hit the mark. Um I, I do think it's very good. Um Yeah. Just did an episode on this, so it's it would be exhausting to talk about it again. But <laughs> Yeah. Go visit our episode on that to hear our full thoughts. Yeah. So uh, three years after Halloween 2018, um, got a sequel called Halloween Kills. Uh, same director, same cast for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, also takes place on the same night. Um, and we got a lot of the cast from the original movie. Yeah. To, uh, to, to mixed results. But, <laughs> um, I'm still kind of uh, confused by that, too. By the mixed results thing? Yeah. Okay. Because I sit here watching this movie, I'm like, this has everything that a Halloween movie should have. Oh, let's say where we have it ranked, and then we'll get into that. Um, I have it. Oh. Go ahead. I have it at number four. Okay. I have it at number four as well. Um. Yeah, so for the most part, I don't mind... The returning characters. I do think some of them are wasted. Yeah. I mean, first off, to kind of jump ahead, this would have been perfect to introduce Corey Cunningham to the story. Um, instead of bringing back a character like Marion Chambers or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She deserves better. Because... <laughs> Her death was bad. Because that's what would have happened 40 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, so so first off, in Halloween H2O, she's quickly dismissed of. Yeah. It's, it's like, hey, you want to come back for another movie? Where you can quickly get dismissed of yet again? <laughs> again. I liked the whole idea, though, of like all the survivors becoming friends and like hanging out. Yeah, as a way of like coping. Fr- friends of all ages. Because she was like an adult, and Tommy and Lindsay were kids at the time, but they all found a common bond. Yeah, as a way and of then, like. And this movie has those brilliant, um, brilliant, what's the flashbacks? Yeah, yeah, those those are done very well. It's almost like you can insert them into the original Halloween, and it would be seamless. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like I, I think those are done very well. Uh, even Doctor Loomis's return, even though it's kind of uh, the voice doesn't quite hit the mark. No, but it's, it's like it's okay. It's like, did Michael kill again? <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah. like I like how the cops are pulling up. The evil is here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I mean that that that's actually I I could see that happening. Yeah. In the first movie, he's like yelling, "It's gone! The evil is gone!" Yeah. So now he's all worked up. Like, oh, the, oh, oh, the, oh, the evil is here now. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like. I love it. 
Uh, like the evil dies tonight stuff. People don't like that. Um, I actually don't mind it. I don't mind um, it either. I just, I don't know. I don't understand why people don't like it. Cause it's like, I still think it has everything that a Halloween movie would have to make everybody like it. I mean, this is one of the most brutal Michael Myers up there. With yeah. Rob Zombie's Halloween too. Um, and I heard people say, that it doesn't have memorable death scenes and stuff like that, or no good kills. And that's like, that couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, because th- that's literally the movie. <laughs> yeah. Is him going around killing anybody he sees. Um, yeah, uh, like, I, I I really like this movie. Um, I, I, I don't see why uh, people don't look don't like it as much as they do. Um, unless you actually like wanted, you know, more of Michael kind of just running, not running, but like creeping around town like he did in the first movie, unless you wanted that. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I really like this movie mm-hmm. it's very well. Um, you know, Lori took a side. I think people are mad about that too, that Lori was kind of pushed aside in this one because she's in the hospital again but it's like she's still included unlike Halloween 2 where she only gets up at the end yeah she's very prominent in the hospital and I like how she thinks Michael's coming after her and they're just like uh and her daughter does too but then her granddaughter was like oh no he was only brought there because of Dr. Sartain yeah yeah, um Yeah, I mean I, I really like this movie. Um we we did an episode on this last year, so feel free to check mm-hmm. that out. Um yeah, it's some of the best kills in the franchise. Like the the two blight death, even though it's not a death anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um that's one of my favorites. And then Michael's like stabbing her husband over the table repeatedly until he finds a knife that he likes and he's like, Okay, I'm done. Um <laughs> like the idea of him staring out the window to kind of see his reflection. Yeah. And I, w- I want to get into a theory I have in Halloween Ends when we get to that movie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that he just stares at his reflection in the window. Um, I, I kind of wish that they went somewhere with that and kind of explained more into detail about that, but they don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you said the flashbacks are great. Um, yeah, and I like the 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 mob death. He kind of just uh, beaten to death by the mob the whole time. I'm sitting there like, okay, there's another movie after this, so there's no way. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I actually like how they follow that up. That he was injured and he was able to stay alive, and then kind of just those injuries ultimately put him. You know, like he he wasn't the same after that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he kills the entire mob. Um, that that scene where where the mob like surrounds him, the lady has an iron. And <laughs> the guy's in like a tiger onesie. <laughs> yeah, and Sheriff Brackett's like, ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey, Michael, Halloween. Everyone's entitled to one good scare. Like, all right. And uh, did we talk about that on the air? 
Um, did I forget what episode it was? I don't know if it was the Halloween episode. Because he was pulling pranks and must be saying that to everybody. Yeah, like it in in the timeline, it doesn't make sense that this <laughs> would like this. This would be um, he would say just, to Michael. Just some He's, slight fan service. Yeah, but like I said, I don't know if we said this on the air, but it would have made sense if he bumped into a nurse or something at the hospital he's working at. Yeah. And, you know, that's what he did. I don't know. Yeah, so uh, last movie just came out. Uh, Halloween Ends. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also did an episode on that movie. Uh, Feel free to check that out as well. Um, You know, pretty much the same cast as the last two movies. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, same, Same director. Um. It's quite the departure from the first two movies, though. It, it treats Michael as like a virus or something instead of, you know, this killer. Like he's like this virus that is kind of spreading evil to the town because the town yeah. is like starting to turn on each other. And I I like that idea because it's like Michael escaped the, um, you know, escaped so now it's like that virus or that infection is out yeah. in the wild and kind of going through the town. So I do like that. Um, yeah, it focuses on a new character called uh, named Corey Cunningham. Um, Love. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, a great character, in my opinion. So where mm-hmm. do you have Halloween ends? I have it at number three. Oh, you have this as the best of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I have it at number five. Um, I've only seen this movie once, so you know that could change. I, I, I yeah. But um, yeah, I think this movie is very good. Um, the 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 bad thing about it is that it comes at the end of the trilogy, mm-hmm. and. You know, this character of Corey Cunningham is is so interesting because he's, um, you know, kind of possessed by this evil that is Michael Myers or the devil's eyes, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And like that would have been interesting to be its own trilogy or something. It would have. I almost wish that it was the middle one. Yeah. And like something like Halloween Kills could have been the end. Yeah, and I think that honestly, they could have had, you know, we get Michael in the 2018 one, Michael and Corey in the second one, and then Michael dies, and then it's just Corey for the last one. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know about that just for like a, a marketing standpoint. Like, I feel like you would have to promote Michael in the third movie. But the risky thing would be to keep Michael alive for the second movie too, and then he dies at the beginning of the third movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like, haha, I... we, we 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 got you <laughs> in here. You 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 already gave us your money, and we we tricked you. Yeah, that would have been cool too. I think I said that on the um on the episode we did on it that it would have been cool if that final fight scene that we see in every trailer and how it was strongly marketed as Lori versus Michael. Yeah, if that was all at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and then yeah. we get this whole a four years later time jump. Yeah, or or something like that, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I agree. Um, 
Yeah, and it, it's almost unfortunate because it almost makes Halloween Kills seem useless. <laughs> um, In a and, sense, yeah. And I, I hate saying that because I like Halloween Kills. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, this could have easily just been the sequel to 2018. Like, what if, you know, the house burns down and Michael's not there? Like, there, yeah. there, you, there you go. That's the that's pretty much the same movie. Um, and then it's like Michael was gone for four years, and you know, um, I guess Halloween 2018 and Kills is like kind of like the night he came home, and then more of the night he came home, but done yeah. better. Yeah, that's that's the idea. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. I, like I, I, I actually like Laurie in this movie too. Yeah, um, I think this is. It's not, I, I said that in the episode too. It's nice seeing Laurie at ease and happy for a little bit until she's not anymore, and then she kind of takes on the whole um, new Loomis route. Yeah. Well, the. Um, I guess one of the complaints is that it wouldn't make sense for her to be this paranoid. But, I mean, would you put it in the perspective that for 40 years she thought that she was his target? Yeah. And now it's like she knows that he doesn't care about her. It's like she's free from that. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, there are some points where you can tell that she's not entirely over it and she might be putting on an act. And I think Corey even accuses her of that at one point. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and like Michael is, um, you know, he, like just hiding in the sewer and everything like that. Like I actually like that as well. Me too. Um, yeah, and the one thing I did want to mention about the um, it's uh, Michael looking out the window that wasn't followed up on. Um, so I I think I texted you this that. There's this one shot where there's a face in the wall, mm-hmm. and they yeah. don't—they never explain it. It's like, oh, is he killing people and hiding them in the wall? <laughs> <laughs> but like, then he would need access to cement and all that stuff. So I don't think that's happening. Um, I took that as like him, like carving his own mask into the wall. Because if you look at the carving in the wall, it's even like missing the one side of its face, mm-hmm. where where he's missing his eye. So, I mean, I think that's, that might be what that face is in the wall. Yeah. Um, yeah, that could be. That's just a theory I have. And it, unfortunately, it'll never be explained. Um, yeah, I thought that uh, was... Yeah. Yeah, I thought Ho- that was... Hopefully we get a behind-the-scenes look at Michael's lair on the Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, they'll be like, oh, this face in the wall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the... the the other bad thing about it is like the character of Corey is just so wasted. Um, I think he should have lived, but I know they were trying to stop them from making sequels off of this movie, maybe. So they're yeah. like, oh, we kind of have to kill him, even though they could bring him back because, you know, Michael survived fire and being shot in the head, shot six times. So, yeah, I mean, what they, what they should have done is they should have showed. You know how at the end of the movie it shows like the glimpses of Lori's house? Yeah. Like, these different shots. They, they should have did that at night 
and just showed that Corey's body was gone. Yeah. Like that would have been you know, that would have been nice sequel bait for whatever. But yeah, I think they were uh-huh. they were trying to cover their bases and trying to stop them from making more of these. Uh, Even in, though they can. Yeah, I mean, they. I'm sure they could find a way. If not in yeah. this timeline, they're going to do something else, obviously. But yeah, um, I think that's all I got for this ranking. Um, mm-hmm. We did an episode on Halloween Ends recently, too, so feel free to check that one out. Um, yeah. Yeah, we sing the praises of that one, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so apparently we like the outliers in this franchise. We have a lot of those up top. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Oh, my top five or my top four, two through four. Yeah. Uh, would you like to recap your order uh, from worst to best? Yeah. All right. So from worst to best, Halloween Resurrection, Halloween H2O, Halloween 2 original, Halloween 6, Rob Zombie's Halloween, Halloween 4, Halloween 3, Halloween 5, Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, and then Halloween 1978. Okay. And from worst to best, I have Halloween Resurrection, Halloween H2O, Halloween The Curse of Michael Myers, Halloween 5, Original Halloween 2, Halloween 2018, Rob Zombie's Halloween, Halloween 4, Halloween Ends, Halloween Kills, Halloween 3, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, and the original Halloween. So our lists are similar, but there's distinct differences in between. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 top, the top and the bottom are very similar. Yeah. The middle is where it gets kind of mixed up. But yeah, so we went through 13 movies, so this is the lo- a longer episode than what we've been doing. Uh-huh. Uh, so we'll we'll skip the rec- recommendations this week unless you have something you really want to recommend. No, I don't. I kind of want to do more rankings in the future. You know, like Child's Play or Nightmare on Elm Street or something. Yeah, I want to do some of those too. Um, yeah, I just figured it'd be a good time to do a re-ranking of Halloween because the new movie yeah. came out. And uh, this is the Halloween episode. So, mm-hmm. all right. So, uh, in November, we're going back to just uh, Sunday episodes instead of uh, Friday and Sunday. Um, and next week, we will be doing uh, the new slasher film, uh, Terrifier 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is coming it's, to. I was just about to say it's coming to Screenbox October 31st. Yes. I know we've both already seen it, but. Uh, I'll definitely rewatch it because yeah, it refresh. Um, yeah, um, we did the first Terrifier, one of the very early episodes, and we were having horrible technical difficulty issues. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be a, a revisit episode too. Um, yeah, maybe at some point. But all right, so that was our Halloween ranking episode. Um, also our Halloween episode, I guess. So. Happy Halloween, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. 
Um, obviously, we still cover horror movies year round, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> like it, it, it's weird because like I consider Halloween like the big event for our podcast, and then in November we go back to doing the same thing. <laughs> we do yeah, in just like and... less. <laughs> yeah, we do the we do the same thing year round pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we'll be back next um, Sunday with Terrifier Two. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at San- Santamira After Dark. You can follow us on Twitter at Santamira AD Pod, and uh, through there you can find our personal social media accounts. And until next time, I'm Jeremy. I'm Stephen, and curfew is now in session. <laughs>